This is a Moist Lily breaking news bulletin. An all-out interspecies war has erupted in the streets of Loopbury, Thailand, where humans battle to reclaim the city from territorial and tremendously titillated monkeys that are currently commanding the streets. I am reporting from beneath my duvet, entombed in the warm embrace of the world's most exquisite 100,000 thread-count sheets. Never worry, gentle listener, for the sheets are most breathable. But I digress. Imagine, there I was, lounging by my perpetually crackling fire, clad in naught but my dashing monogrammed glowworm silk nightgown and Algonquin yak slippers, sipping the finest ylang ylang tea, when news of a most alarming nature reached my ears. I barely had time to skim the headline before I dove headfirst into the sanctity of my bed. <laughs> For auditory fidelity reasons, of course, you must believe. It is from here that I regale you with a tale so oddly embroiled in animalistic passions and indulgences that it is sure to send you ducking for cover under your duvets as well. The article reads as follows, and is written by Apf and Chris Pleasance for Mail Online and the Daily Mail. Humans battle to reclaim Thai City from monkeys which have been driven sex-mad by junk food and rule the streets, even attacking anyone who enters Cinema Cemetery where they leave their dead. Has a nice ring to it, don't you think? Really rolls off the old tongue. <clears throat> Residents barricaded indoors, gang wars on the streets, and no-go zones in the city. This is not the cartel badlands of Mexico, but the Thai city of Loopbury, which is overrun by monkeys. In a time before coronavirus, locals tolerated the macaques, thought to number 6,000 amid a human population of 750,000 because they attracted tourists who paid good money to feed them fruit and take pictures. But lockdowns have stopped the tourists from coming, which means the monkeys are running short on food, turning them violent and leaving locals struggling to keep control. In March, the prime apes were pictured getting into a mass brawl over bananas after the supply dwindles. People have since taken to feeding them junk food in an attempt to keep the peace, but many believe the sugary diet has turned them sex-crazed and that they are now breeding faster than before. I know, speaking from personal experience, after I've pummeled a pint of pumpernickel strudel or perhaps a tray of Aunt Beatrice's digestive biscuits, I get a bit mamby-pamby myself. Pointing to the overhead netting covering her terrace, Kuljiri Tikawakatanawana. I think you'll find I nailed that particular pronunciation. Feels like a prisoner in her own home. We live in a cage, but the monkeys live outside, she says. Their excrement is everywhere. The smell is unbearable, especially when it rains. The fearless primates rule the streets around the Prang Sam Yod temple in the center of Lupbury, 
patrolling the tops of walls and brazenly ripping the rubber seals from car doors. A government sterilization campaign is now being waged against the creatures after the epidemic provoked an unexpected change in their behavior. Footage of hundreds of them brawling over food in the streets went viral on social media in March. Their growing numbers, doubling in three years, have made an uneasy coexistence with their human peers almost intolerable. Some areas of the city have simply been surrounded by the monkeys. An abandoned cinema is the Mekek's headquarters and cemetery. Dead monkeys are laid to rest by their peers in the projection room in the cinema's rear, and any human who enters is attacked. Nearby, a shop owner displays a stuffed tiger and crocodile toys to try to scare off the monkeys, who regularly snatch spray paint cans from his store. No one in Lopbury seems to remember a time without the monkeys, with some speculating that the urban creep into nearby forest displaced the simians into the city. Residents have taken it upon themselves to feed the macaques to prevent clashes. But locals say the sugary diet of fizzy drinks, cereal and sweets has fueled their sex lives. I know, when I've gobbled a fistful of milk dudlets, or been known to quaff a few praline humperdinks, maybe even gorge on a fresh batch of Chiswick Whizzlers, I tend to get a bit, how's your father? The more they eat, the more energy they have, so they breed more, says Pramod Kamampanti, who manages the Prang Sam Yon temple surrounding shrines. The Mekek's mob fights have drawn the attention of authorities, who restarted a sterilization program this month after a three-year pause. Wildlife department officers lure the animals into cages with fruit and take them to a clinic where they are anesthetized, sterilized, and left with a tattoo to mark their neutering. They aim to fix 500 of the creatures by Friday. But the campaign may not be enough to quell their numbers, and the department has a long-term plan to build a sanctuary in another part of the city. But they will likely be met with resistance from the human residents. We need to do a survey of the people living in the area first, said Narapong Dudim from the Wildlife Department. It's like dumping garbage in front of their houses and asking them if they're happy or not. Twasi Chris Guan, the shop owner in Loopberry, who uses stuffed animals as a deterrent to the unwanted monkey visitors, said that despite his daily joust with the creatures, he will miss them if they are moved. I'm used to seeing them walking around, playing on the streets, he says. If they're all gone, I'll definitely be lonely. I know, from personal experience, that a pint of guzzler's fizzy make feel nice, or a slathering of deep-fried brie-covered snickerdoodles, gives me a tremendously girthy erection. Until our next chance encounter, gentle listeners, stay safe, stay sexy, and do remember to hydrate.